Steve Mariucci is an NFL network analyst and, you know, and a former coach. And you can see him on Sunday on NFL game day. Thursday night, you can see him uh, as they continue with the uh, Titans and the Steelers. Uh, Thursday night football comes your way this week as it does each and every week. And he joins us now. Mooch, what's happening? Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. My on. pleasure. How you doing on this Monday? Uh, what would you like to delve into first? The good, the bad, or the ugly? Let's do ugly. That's oh, the Giants. So you, uh, that's the Giants. That's the Giants. So let's start there. What's, what's your thoughts? Well, yeah, I. I uh, it's tough to watch, and I. I uh, believe me, I'm an Eli Manning fan, and and uh, respect the Giants organization like crazy. And it's they're having one of those years that uh, any organization would would consider a, its worst nightmare. And so losing to a team that hadn't won any games here in San Francisco that was a tough tough one to swallow. And yeah, I, I know the talk is about you know where do you go from here? Um, is this rock bottom? And and so they've got a lot of decisions to make with the organization. They're in a tough division, man. I mean, the Eagles aren't aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, the Cowboys, I mean, they both have great young quarterbacks. The Redskins have to decide what to do with Kirk Cousins. So so this division is going to be very, very competitive, like it's always been. And now the Giants need to figure out how to compete uh, going forward. In your mind yesterday, did Green Bay show you that they're going to stay in this hunt until they get Rodgers back? Was that that big a win, or was it just because it was the Bears? Yeah, I was, I was happy for Brett Hundley. You know, he's a good kid, and, and he threw his first touchdown pass, and it was a nice back shoulder throw. Looked like Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, you know, but the Packers have some things to do, too, and, and it's not just Aaron Rodgers. I think they have to get better on defense. And, you know, that division is pretty good. The Vikings are really surprising. You know, you're talking about this NFC, Mike. All four division leaders – all of them, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Saints, the Rams, none of them made the playoffs last year. Yeah, and they're all 7-2 so, and two or better, so that's, uh, that's impressive. Yeah. And, one, yep. and it's like, wow, so it is possible to turn things around from, you know, uh, you know, not so much last year to, hey, they got a chance to, to even get a bye in the playoff chase this year. So, you know, the Packers are trying to stay alive. The Lions are trying to stay alive. The Lions have a real – there's nothing – there's no such thing as an easy schedule, but very favorable schedule the Lions have. They had to come from behind to beat the Browns, but um, they got a chance to win 10, 11, 12 games if they if they beat the teams they should beat. So the Packers are going to be struggling and fighting their way back in this thing, but right now uh, they would be seated number nine. Uh, they're not even in a wild card spot just yet. You know, Atlanta uh, won the game they had to win yesterday. Won it, yep. going, won it going away. That they finally came up with a big effort. Uh, they're five and four. Carolina probably win the night. Go seven and three. New Orleans are seven and two. Atlanta has five games left in the division. The only game they played is at Carolina and lost. They're, everything's in front of them. They get the Saints twice. Yeah. They got five games to play in this division, so it's all right there in front of them. It is. You know, that, what a game. You know, you know, we all knew the Cowboys were going to be without Zeke. And then when Tyron Smith, the left tackle, uh, was out, that proved to be an even larger oh, factor. really big. Over there. And, yep. um, that was, uh, that was <laughs> Adrian Claiborne with six sacks. Yep. And, uh, you know, they, they had tried Chaz Green and, and Byron Bell, and nobody could block anybody. And so they've got some issues right there. they got to get him back healthy. 
But you know, you mentioned that that NFC South. What a, what a surprise the Saints are! Oh, uh, unbelievable! Wins, yeah, and they're doing it with defense, row, defense, and, and running the ball. Drew, yeah, yeah. It's not just Drew Brees. There's they ran for. 300 yards yesterday. They took a knee at the end and got 298. But and then they're playing better defense. Um, they've improved the defense like the Patriots have improved their defense. It's like you know, all of a sudden, boom, they get it and they're playing very well. Dennis Allen's done a nice job, and the Panthers, yeah, they should win again tonight to go to seven and three. But the Fel- don't count out the Falcons just yet. They no, I won't. I think those games will be great. The Atlanta they the, control their own destiny. And I, as you they, know, Atlanta New Orleans has always been a big rivalry, and now this yeah. year those will be big games. You know, I I just thought something. You know, the Falcons hadn't been looking like the Falcons, and then you know yesterday for Veterans Day weekend they put the uh, initials on their helmets of fallen soldiers and actually met some of the families, and, and, man, they look motivated. They look emotional, and, boy, did they play a complete game. I, I was really impressed how they handled the Cowboys. We're talking with Steve Mariucci, and, you know, you talked about the top of the NFC. The AFC is really decide what you like from the big three. New England, Pitt, Kansas City. Kansas City beat New England. New England, yep. Pitt, Pitt beat Kansas City. New England owns Pittsburgh when they play them. I mean, Brady owns yeah. the Steelers. I mean, his numbers there yeah. are unbelievable. They're going to have to go there in week yep. 15. And, and they own them. I mean, he owns them, though. It's amazing what he does to them. But those three teams, uh, I think anyone could win at anybody's place. But those three have proven themselves to be the class. Do you give Kansas City and Pitt equal chances with New England, or is it still New England as the team to beat? I think it's New England as the team to beat, even though the Chiefs went into Foxborough week one and beat them over there. Chiefs now have three losses. But I do agree with you, Mike. It's a three-horse race in the AFC. Uh, Very capable uh, teams with the Chiefs, Patriots, and Steelers, all with veteran quarterbacks, the whole thing. Titans and Jags and Bills and, you know, all the others are are fighting for playoff spots, but I think they're the next tier down. It's the Chiefs, Patriots, and Steelers. I can't wait for that that game in the week 15 in Pittsburgh. But, you know, Big Ben is playing better. Juju Smith-Schuster, what a – I love that name, Juju (laughs) Smith-Schuster. He's a good kid. I got to know him. Uh, But, you know, they they seem to be a very complete team. They've won four in a row now. They're seven and two. All their Super Bowl teams, all six of them have been six and two or better, just like this one has been. And so don't count them out because they're playing good defense. Now they got a couple of guys hurt yesterday. In their secondary, but but they're they're going to be there towards the end. You bet. Do you believe in the Rams yet? Oh my goodness! You know I don't get a vote. Do you? But Sean McVay is going to get the coaches. Oh, easy, easy. And easy. you know what? He really they look like a different team. You can see sometimes Vermeil when he first went to Philly. There's certain times when a guy goes into a, a, a an organization and just completely transforms the organization. He has done that with that team. They're crisp. They run on and off the field. They're crisp in every form of the game. They look like a football team. I mean, he's a young guy, well, but he has done a heck of a job. He has, and it, it, part of a head coach's job is to hire a, a staff. And hiring Wade Phillips, who has been a head coach, yep, very smart on defense, very smart for an organization. Yep. that was a good move. And admit it. And Wade is getting the most out of all these number one draft choices yep. that they've had on that team, and they're playing good defense, too. I remember when I was coaching the uh, Niners, and, and we had beaten the Rams 17 times in a row, 17 in a row. 
And so we lose Steve Young and Garrison Hurst. And anyway, we go there to play, and this kid named Kurt Warner uh, beats us in St. Louis, okay? And Bill Walsh, who was our president at the time, and, of course, Bill is good friends with Dick Vermeil, and so am I. Um, he made the comment in the newspaper the next morning. I read it. That Rams team looks like a Super Bowl team to me. And it kind of made me mad because, you know, it's like, whose side are you on? Right. The Rams or us? You know, they beat us once, fine. Um, but, but you know what? It's a little bit like that right now, this Rams team. They look like the real thing. Could they be a Super Bowl team? It's not just a young bunch of guys flying around. They are legit. They run the ball. They throw the ball. They play defense. They're well coached. They're confident. They're relatively healthy. They've got a chance to go pretty deep in the playoff. They they keep this up. Now they got to play the Seahawks. But they keep this up. They're going to have a home game in the playoffs. Yep. And then you never know what's going to happen. And Philly the same way. You know, I actually think that the Rams are more complete than the Eagles are. Even though you got to be impressed by what the Eagles are doing. And the quarterback's the MVP. I don't uh, Hands down, he's the MVP. But I just think the Rams look like they're doing it in every facet of the game. Yeah, well, I, I don't know that the Rams are better than the Eagles. I'm an Eagles fan. But it's kind of fun to watch Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, you know, the number one and number two pick in the 16 draft. The next really, generation is what they are, you know, as as, it, as is McVay. They're the next generation of the league. They are, and, and we need that. We absolutely need that. We need good young coaches and good young quarterbacks to come up and replenish because Brady's and the Roethlisberger's and the Phillip Rivers and the Alex Smith aren't playing forever. And so it's really good for the league to have these good young superstars coming up. It is, and it's tough when the guys when you lose guys like Luck and Rogers. Any any season when you take top Watson, we take these yeah. quarterbacks out of the league. It hurts. It hurts. It really does. It hurts the product a lot. That's why you know I'm on that player safety advisory panel, and we do everything we can to make the game safer for everybody in practice and training camp and game day, the whole thing. But. Some people say, oh, you're putting a skirt on the quarterback. You have to. Well, you can't hit him. You have to because if we don't have our star quarterbacks, everything suffers, not just that team, that fan base, the league, television, everything. The, the, you know, it, it, it's hurt. Uh, it's hurt not to have an Andrew Luck. It's hurting not to have an Aaron Rodgers. And so we've got to continue to protect all of our players, especially the quarterbacks. Talking with Steve Mariucci as we head to the – month of November where you decide things in this league. You see teams start to take shape. And you've seen this league take shape the last two weeks. You can see the teams now starting to separate themselves. I mean, that that, that always happens in November. You see it right now. By Thanksgiving, you have a pretty good whole, a handle on it. So these next couple of weeks are, the, uh, are when you learn. But, you know, you start to get the teams really start to separate. You can see that they have in the last two weeks really started to move away from each other. Yeah, and, and you know, that old cliche is who enters into November healthy is really going to be a, a factor. you got to make a run, and, and uh, you, you know, you see a team like the other night, the Seahawks had six guys hurt, including Richard Sherman, uh, and another guy from the Legion of Boom who's hurt, and, and so that's, that's really going to be a factor. We just talked about hurt quarterbacks, but, uh, you know, other guys are, uh, are finding their way to the, to the training room, and, and, and that's, that's what coaches do constantly is try to monitor the health of their team and take off a of practice or, or reduce it, whatever they have to do to get their teams to the games because uh, you got to have your best players playing these games to win them.
What do you think? Uh, what What do you think about your Thursday night game? Is Tennessee ready to step up and play a Pittsburgh in your mind, or not yet? You know, Tennessee at six and three. You know, they've got the old exotic Smash Mouth offense. You know, I, I, and you know they're getting better. They got the good young quarterback too. Mariota is finally looking healthy. Um, and Demarco Murray and Derrick Henry, and, and they're playing decent defense. But they're gonna, you know, they're gonna play the big boys. Uh, the Steelers uh, in Pittsburgh, which is going to be, you know, this is a battle of two teams that have won four games in a row each. It's two teams that are in first place in their divisions. It's it's very important wins, Steelers for trying to acquire the bye, Tennessee to hold off the Jaguars. I mean, it's it's a very important game. I I, I can't wait for this game. What a gift the Jaguars got yesterday. They were dead in that game. Uh, San Diego f- figures out more ways to lose oh. games. Don't they think. are in every game, and they lose more games in the worst ways than any team in this league. Ever. And you know, last year they lost, how many, like eight by, I don't know, last possession or whatever. I mean, you give the ball to your secondary back, and he fumbles the ball when the game's over. I mean, what are you doing? You know what? I love I love Phillip Rivers. Love him to death. I, he's feisty. He fights you to the very end. I just wish, wish Phillip Rivers would you know, be on a team that has had – more success to end his career because, and then they're playing in the StubHub Center and, you know, that kind of thing. Right. But gosh, is he a feisty guy, man. I love him. I love his demeanor. And he, he's, uh, they don't have him. I don't know what they have over there in San Diego. I, I shouldn't say that. They've got some good players, but, but uh, they do find some crazy ways to lose games. What's on with Steve? Are you doing the, are you coaching the bowl game again this year? The Under Armour game, you better believe it, against Herm Edwards. Take your ankle. Yep. Oh, good. Okay. Well, you like doing that, right? You know what? I love getting to know these kids, these Under Armour All-American kids. They go off to college, and you can watch them. They enter the NFL, and we still follow them. We text them. We talk back and forth. And so, heck, you know, in that Under Armour game, Mike, I mean, it's getting 10 guys a year drafted in the first round. How about that? I mean, this, this is the cream of the crop. So, they, you know, many of them, not all, but many of them end up in the National Football League. And uh, to start, you know, you know, staying in touch with them uh, from when they're 18 years old is kind of fun. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. We'll talk again. Thanks, Steve. You bet, Mike. All Thank right. You. Steve Mariucci back after this.